Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I will be uh, guiding you through the program here for the next two hours, but I will not be doing it by myself. Uh, my, uh, my two patriots, my compatriots here, my compadres, my compadre patriots, they are here with me uh, as we bring you all things gun, all the gun time. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett! Birthdays. It's been a week already. It has been a week already. Wow. It just flew by. It, you know, it normally did. the two hour show flies by. Yeah. This week flew by. It's uh it's a big prep week. Uh, I'm getting ready to do a little travel and I tried to do about three weeks worth of work in the past three days, four days. <laughs> and um I, I'll look down at my phone and, and there's like a text is like you haven't called me back from three days ago yet. And I'm like, oh crap, has it been three days? You know? Busy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you. How are you doing this week? How are things in the world of law? Um, With you. They're, not they're, they're, we'll, we'll get to the craziness in Virginia they're, soon, they're, but they're, yeah. They're okay. I, I actually got to talk to some people about the craziness. Not in Virginia. Right. But, uh, in Iowa. Iowa. We may talk about that, too. We certainly shall. We certainly shall. We've got uh, we've got some good show planned for you, Kevin. You and I were just talking on the break, or we were all just talking on the break about the uh, the wildfires in Australia. The uh, ones caused by the cats. I, you know, let's go with your theory first, or, or the one the one that you talked about with the, with the, uh, the global warming. Yeah, I, I was watching uh, I was watching Mr. Ricky make fun of most of Hollywood, right? And or Ricky uh, Gervais, yes. And, yeah, and yeah, asked yeah. he said, "Don't get up here and make a political speech." Someone got up there and started talking about the global warming being the cause of the fires in Australia. Apparently, they neglected to mention the fact that over 200 people have been arrested for arson. Yeah, and so apparently, the global warming made people into arsonists. It's, it's well, you know, it dries up the brain juices. Yeah, you know, it's so hot. You know, it's just it crazy. It doesn't. Oh uh, yeah. Then uh, I saw a, st- a story earlier today, and this has been one of those. Uh, you know, you just oh well, that's kind of weird. You just you go past it. But you, since you, you brought that up, it made me think that there there's an organization out there, and they're blaming cats for the for a lot of what's going on in 
in uh, Australia. Yes, cats like, like house cats. House cats. Yeah, not you know, there's not like wild uh, you know panthers or cougars or leopards or anything like that. Just cats are making Australia's uh, bushfire tragedy even worse. How uh, so? Evidently, the cats are uh, they're attracted to bushfire burn scars where they hunt vulnerable survivors with merciless impunity. They sound like the Terminator. <laughs> well, you're walking through. Stop. In, in a sense, they are. Look, wounded fireman. <laughs> Plasma rifle in a 40 watt range. Just what you see in the case. Just what you see in the case. So, yeah, I don't, cats are all of a sudden taking a bad, a bad rap. I, I went and uh, looked through it, uh, the article. Yeah, you know, dingoes don't do that. No, no, dingoes they, they would great. never. They would never, yeah. you know, like attack a baby or anything. Maybe the dingo ate y'all, baby. It happens. Maybe too soon. Maybe too soon. Maybe too, too soon. soon. Too soon. Nah, never too soon. This, this this is how this article starts off, and what would you, this is the, I don't want to get too much into cats. Cats are scientifically, objectively, monumentally terrible for the planet. Yeah. They are free ranging domestic cats, and they kill up to three point seven billion birds and twenty point seven billion mammals a year. Yeah, I yeah. can believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Mammals. mammals, mammals, mammals. Yeah, mammals. You you know, like rats. Thought rats were rodents. Well, a rodent is a mammal. It's a warm blooded. Uh, well, I don't see baby. Giving. I don't. I don't see them out. You know, trying to take in dolphins. I mean, that's well, dolphin. Yeah, you're right. You're correct. Yeah. So we got a cat out there. Got a battle cat out there eating dolphins. Yeah, I think a battle cat could do it. I don't know if a house cat could do it. Unless you get like a like a baby. I don't know what's a. I don't have how big's a baby dolphin. You put those bigger than a house cat. Okay, then no. Then I guess no. Probably yeah, not. No. Probably not. So yeah, unless folks listen, uh, you know how to get a hold of us if you uh, if you know of any dolphin killing house cats. Prove us wrong. <laughs> prove us wrong. You know <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Give us a shout. You know armsroomradio.com. Armsroomradio.com. Um, hey, uh, we've got um, a couple of events coming up. Uh, we do have the uh, uh, the Florida carries second amendment rally camping event. And I, I think the camping's all full up. So it's the second amendment rally. It's up there in the Donellan, Florida. Uh, we're going to have a uh, Dr. John Adine's going to be on with us at the, at the bottom of the hour. He's going to be one of the guest speakers. So we'll be talking to Dr. John. We'll probably drag him into our, uh, our Virginia, our Virginia talk. I don't think you're yeah. going to be able to drag him to Virginia right now. <laughs> oh no, I'm not going to drag him to Virginia, but we'll drag him into the Virginia. He, talk. he might yeah. set up in Tennessee for triage, but he ain't yeah. going to yeah. go into Virginia. Yeah. We'll definitely, uh, we're, we we've got we've got to give you some Virginia viewpoints for some Virginia issues throughout the program today. It's uh, you know, make sure you know the proper spelling of the of, of Boogaloo. You don't want to I want to say that you don't want to misspell that when you're googling it. You know, make sure make sure you, you, you do the right thing. There. And you might want to active you might want to activate private browsing when you do that. You know, yes. Just, just, yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Absolutely. Just to check in. Yep. Duck. <laughs> No, chicken, really, chicken duck. Uh, yeah. uh, see, you should have ducked. We will, uh, we will have uh, Major Bill on in the, uh, in the in the bottom of the next hour as well. Um, but we do have, I guess we do have some good topics. I think, I think Major Bill's going to be on. I think he's got another Florida story. I don't know. Well, that he would tend to do that. Listen, Major Bill has the uh, he has the the permission of of the uh, of the show uh, producers and, and hosts and staff to just bring in whatever he wants. <laughs> you know, wait, well, wait a minute. <laughs> we have staff. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's why he's uh, on the antibiotics. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. One shot, clear that right up. Let's uh, uh-huh. see. Uh, so, uh, so you never know. So uh, he's done it the last couple of weeks with this too. If you've caught along, we're like, Major Bill, we, we understand you're here, and we got this. He's got a great story. He's like, yeah, I've decided to go a different way. We're like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's see what we got. 
Remember the FCC. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> we, we, we don't see who. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. We don't want to. We don't want to go afoul of them. Of them. Um, no, yeah. No, no. See, we we got a new producer today. We'll just wasn't us. <laughs> it was him. That guy. Blame <laughs> the new guy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There you go. Uh, the uh, uh, program uh, we, we should uh, we should have. Let's see. Uh, uh, get some highlights coming up for what you got. Uh, shot show next week. Uh, so next week you're going to hear like a, a best of a live broadcast. Uh, it's going to be all kind of crazy. It's shot show folks. You get it. You know, it's a, if you haven't been to one and you have the opportunity to get there at any time, make sure you go out there. It's a, it's a, it's a hundred thousand of your closest friends and family in the gun industry and in the second amendment industry. Yeah. That's basically the way. And it's a, like an annual reunion is what it is. You spend the, the first three days, you know, saying hello to everybody you haven't seen in a year, and the last three days saying goodbye to the people you haven't seen in a year. <laughs> so that's that's pretty much pretty much how that goes. Uh, there's going to be a uh, looks like there's a party. Going to have a party kicking off out there on Monday, the Monday night before Shot Show. Normally at the Leatherneck Club, looks like it's moving over to the Hofbrau House. Oh, Hofbrau House, yeah, little little arms room ready fire, firearms policy coalition two A news kind of event. So, well, I can't imagine who caused that to happen. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I don't know what you're looking at me for. <laughs> uh, hey, stick around. When we get back. We've got uh, we've got some great uh, show for you. We're gonna be jumping right into Virginia. Geltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We've got, uh, we've got a myriad of topics we want to get into this week, um, and we're going to try and get, we're just focus, focus, Mike. Focus. <laughs> <You're> right. Focus. <laughs> Th- those, those two words focus. never go in the same sentence together. Hey, if I thought we were going to talk about cats the first hour, I'd have brought better material. You know, uh-huh. it just kind of it just kind of popped up with the conversation right before the show started. So, what's the matter, Kevin? You've got something going on over there? No, all good. No, nope, all good. Trying to figure out whether you're melting down. No, no, all good, all good. <laughs> but he forgot their Adderall. <laughs> no, I've got the uh, like I said, uh, leave for shot tomorrow morning early. Yes, so it's one of those. Uh, whew, got about a million things left to do, and I'm probably get to eight of them. You know, we'll, we'll make that happen. Uh, state of Virginia, state of Virginia. Let's 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 go back. Let's talk to you. What's going on in Virginia? Virginia has been a, a uh, at least for the past generation twenty, I believe it's twenty twenty two years has been a Republican controlled, uh, you know, both both houses of their legislature uh, up until two years ago when Northam got in there. Remember him? He's the uh, Governor Blackface. He's that that mm-hmm. that's him. For those of you that remember anything about him, he's the guy that uh, that did the blackface thing. And um, and and everybody said you need to resign. You need to resign. And he didn't. And uh, you know what? Good on you. You know, you know, don't subscribe to that. Uh, well, we found something you did 25 years ago, and it's in a yearbook, and we want you to go. And, and, and you think is blackface something enough like that? Unless it says underneath there, "I want to kill all black people," and it quotes him. You know, it was he was he was uh, you know playing a role. You know, what's what's his name? Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg did the oh yeah Academy, was, or the was, Golden Globes years ago. Yeah, and Ted wore blackface, and mm-hmm. um, so I you know I don't really. I'm not really down on them about that. You know, if if if, uh, if that's the only thing they had on them, then then you know, screw you. 
he has since the since become the governor there, and now it's a Republican controlled uh, uh, you know state house. See, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, a Democrat controlled uh, you know the state house and the Democrat controlled governor's office. So, and we learned yesterday uh, also uh, the Democrat controlled uh, state supreme court. <laughs> so, looks so, it. So they're they're running they're running the gamut there. What so what had happened was when they election took place over uh, the midterms there the house turned the house turned to become a democrat controlled house uh, the, excuse me both houses of their of their legislature and now they're they've been talking about it since november listen we're going to throw down uh, uh, the likes of gun control laws you've never seen before and they're doing it i saw one this week that's they're going to outlaw any firing range that's not controlled by the state mhm yeah so, uh, either in a state building or right. an actual state-owned facility, uh, we've we've seen they're they're going down now to the other. Uh, you could buy one gun a month. Seen that they're doing the universal background check, which Earl, the universal background check is uh, it's good on Saturn. Good as on well. good on Saturn as well. There you go. You have um, red flag laws they're throwing in there. We got a story a little bit later on about the uh, ridiculousness of red flags, red flag laws. Um, but, uh, you know, they're throwing red flag laws in the one thing they did have that, uh, I guess they've kind of backed away on was they said all of the, uh, all of the assault rifles, uh, if you own an assault rifle, you know, you know, your standard semi-automatic modern sporting rifle, your AR 15, you're going to become a felon overnight after they pass the, you know, the ban. And th- th- it also had the ban and confiscation. And, and that's when all of this started. That's when all of this started in the state of Virginia, where when that came out, that's when everybody came out of the woodwork and said, hold, hold the phone, hold the phone. We got, we got an issue. And now you have, I believe the count I saw reading this morning was 102. I believe it's 90 counties and make 12, uh, you know, independent cities that are second amendment sanctuary locations now in the state of Virginia. They have their rally coming up this Monday. This Monday being the, uh, what is that, the 20th, 21st, something like that. Lobby day. Lobby day, lobby day. And this is the one that's held every year, at least for the past 10 years, what I recall, the Virginia Citizens Defense League has hosted this rally or organized this rally. Uh, and you go to, you know, you, you march down the street in front of the Capitol. Uh, and these are guys that, uh, you know, either carrying their concealed firearms or you can open carry there, whatever's legal. You know, they do it all safely. Never been an incident. Well, guess what? There's never really been the uh, the total gutting of the Second Amendment in the state of Virginia either. Right now there is, so this is the perfect opportunity for you know, Constitution loving Americans, Second Amendment loving Americans, First Amendment loving Americans to go to this location and protest. Yeah, yeah, to the protest. Yeah, to the protest. So and and air their grievances with their legislators. Correct. Correct. The uh, the governor has decided that. He's going to ban firearms from around the Capitol during this this event because you know, Earl, he wants to ban guns because guns are getting people killed. So what he's going to do is go to the Capitol and ban guns so the lawful carriers of firearms will be unable to protect themselves against the credible threats that he says are out there. Yes, he, you know. He's talking about and looking through his, uh, this is his statement, his, uh, his, uh, his executive order here. Uh, Credible intelligence gathered by Virginia's law enforcement agencies indicates tens of thousands of advocates plan to converge on the Capitol Square. Available information suggests that a substantial number of these demonstrators are expected to come from outside the Commonwealth, may be armed, and have as their purpose not peaceful assembly, but violence, rioting, and insurrection. 
violence, rioting, and insurrection. Do those sound like illegal activities? Yeah, they do. They're, those are illegal activities. Um, so those that are law-abiding will not have their firearms on them and will not be able to protect themselves from, from those committing, committing illegal acts. Oh, I just want to make sure I understand this now. Now, does this also mean that the governor is going to give up the firearms that are protecting him and his staff? No, oh, no, 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 no. Of course not. My understanding not. is he's called in all the state police to be in the Capitol. But it's a gun-free zone. Why does he need the state police? He's declared uh, it a gun-free zone. There'll be signs so and everything. He can make sure that everyone who shows up understands that his armed personnel have a superior force in place than any other group of armed personnel. And I just don't think he has any idea what he's thinking. I've seen that before. And more recently, we saw that in Venezuela. We saw that, yeah. and, you know, work down, not work out so well for them down there. Just going on, on Kevin's statement that the governor thinks he's going to bring in all law enforcement, you know, state law enforcement to show overwhelming force. Your, your prior law enforcement, so you might know this, just how thin is that blue line? Oh boy, we're going to get there. Yeah, okay. we're going okay. to get there. Yeah, yeah. It's um, this is going to be uh, the biggest political sick day for <laughs> for uh, for the frontline officials <laughs> on Monday. Well, I, I wasn't even getting into you know the blue flu. Yeah. I was just thinking, even if you know, heaven forbid that you know all all the officers uh, want to go with uh, I was just doing my job or following yeah. orders. Okay, you know, just picking a number. Okay, seven thousand officers on the force. How many citizens in the state? Oh yeah, and they're anticipating something like uh, upwards of a hundred thousand people at this rally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not going to work. Not going no. to work. No. Uh-uh. Not going to work. Um, and and the here's what we're seeing now is that um, the they're putting a fence around the Capitol and they're making that the well, what did the governor call it? Sheltered Shelter. safe space. Yeah, it's a sheltered safe space. The the briefly, there was a 2012 law passed in Virginia that says the governor can only ban firearms during a time of emergency in shelters. That's it. It's the only, it's the only authority he has to ban a firearm in a shelter during an emergency. Okay, like you know, tornado yeah, or yeah, exactly. hurricane yeah, or something right, like right. that. So what he's done Zombie is the apocalypse. Yeah. Right, right. Uh-huh. Uh, he said uh, he's assuring that the Virginia's Capitol Square and surrounding public areas are sheltered safe spaces. For those that came to participate in the democratic process. So if I want to go stand in the in the town square, I'm quote unquote, you know, I'm doing the air quotes, folks. You know, I'm in a shelter. Well, they've they've put up a sign, Earl, and they put yeah. up fences that say "sheltered uh-huh. safe place." Uh huh. For sure, thought. Okay, this is going to you know, our friends at the Virginia Citizens Defense Citizens Defense League (VCDL) went to the state supreme court and said, "We want an injunction in place to stop the governor's order because that's clearly not a shelter. It's clearly not an, an emergency, uh, you know, uh, emergency incident." That's not what the law. This law was intended for, and they said, uh, "Yeah, no, no, we, we're going to let we the governor's order stand." Yeah, it's a shelter, it's a shelter, and, and it's a shelter, and it's a, an emergency because the governor said so. Wow. Wonder what so kind of. I'm waiting for him to say, "The entire state of Virginia is a shelter." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what he'll do. He'll declare the martial law, you know, and he'll, he'll go but there. And, if you declare martial law and you declare the whole state a shelter, you can't charge tolls. You can't collect taxes because it's a state of emergency. But they won't need them at that point because at that point they'll be going through your house taking whatever they want, including your firearms. I think they underestimate <laughs> the amount of boogaloo they're going to experience. <laughs> uh, hey, we get back after the break. We're going to have Dr. John Adine from Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. 
And I'm sure we're going to pull them into this Virginia talk. So stick around. We'll be back. We'll be back after the break. Me? I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today... I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. 
This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We uh, we are we're talking about Virginia the last break or last me last segment before we went to break and uh, we've got more to talk to you about we'll probably finish it up uh, you know a little bit later on in the program so you know it's not a teaser not, a, not anything you know like that but we've got uh, our guest we want to get right to maybe we'll bring him into it you know so you never know uh, on the line we have uh, Dr John Adine Dr John Adine is with the Doctorals for Responsible Gun Ownership and going to be a fellow guest speaker at an upcoming event John welcome back to the program hey thanks it's great to uh, be back with you guys. Um, I'm, I'm getting psyched about, uh, Florida and although I'm coming from Texas, so it's not going to be too much of a change, hopefully, as far as the weather goes. Yeah. Now listen, it is Florida, a little North central Florida in February. So it's probably going to get cold. It's going to be probably around 70. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's about like that about so now. Bring a parka. Too, so. <laughs> bring a parka. Well, it's a wet cold, so it's yeah, a wet cold. it cuts through you. Yeah. It's not the cold that gets you, it's the wind chill. With that wind chill, it could be 68, you never know. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have to build a bigger fire. I have to do that. Now, John, um, uh, you're uh, you're like me. We're a little more um, experienced in the world now. Um, he just called you a crotchety old fart. <laughs> are you, will you be sleeping on the ground or in a nice hotel bed down the street? Uh, I'll be sleeping in whatever you guys provide for me. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, I'll be able to walk after the first night. We'll find out. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, it's it's one of those up in the air. I think uh, I think I might go to the camping event right up until the time and go to sleep. You know, that's then uh, you know I'll be, I, I'm out. <laughs> I'll be down the street uh, having some uh, coffee and croissants in the morning or something like that. But uh, when John, when's the event coming up? We've got it. What's the date on that? It's February. Where are we? I think here? February eighth is when we're talking. There we go. February eighth uh, is the speech uh, part. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll be uh, flying in on the 7th and leaving on the 9th. Right. And uh, thank you for in advance for picking me up and dropping me off. So. No problem. I've already farmed that out, so don't worry about it. Um, we're, all, we're all good. We're all good. <laughs> it's, it's a dude called Uber, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uber dude. Yeah. Did, did you get somebody reliable, though? That's the real question. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely. No, yeah. we've got you. Well, we've got he'll you be set reliable. Up. Yeah. yeah. It'll be reliable. Got, got, you, got you set up completely there. We're good. We're good. So, uh, Earl, you're picking me up. Is that what you're saying? That's, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it yeah, sounds okay. like. I, yeah, I wasn't good. there to defend myself, so I got voluntold. <laughs> yeah. Now, you do okay. have to ride well, in the back that, of the 55-foot cool. trailer, though. That's just you got you to hold the pallet, rack, pallet jack down. Yep. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> uh, uh, John, what, uh, what is your topic? Do you know what you're going to be speaking on at the event? Yeah, I'm going to talk about the old standby for um, – Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership, and that's what do you do when your doctor asks you if you own a gun? And uh, it's especially pertinent in Florida because you guys actually passed a law in 2011 that uh, forbade doctors from doing this kind of stuff. And unfortunately, in 2017, it was overturned by the 11th Circuit, so uh, it's no longer valid. Uh, The only protection that was left in the law was that you, you can't uh, be fired by your doctor for refusing to answer gun questions. So that's that's the only decent thing that came out of that whole thing. When you say fired by the doctor, you you mean you, the doctor can't refuse to not see you or something like that? Is that was exactly that what you, okay? Like exactly. Kevin does when he yeah, fires a client, which because we normally think of it the other way around. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I, that does happen occasionally. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's that. Well, that's good. That's good information, John. And there's a lot of people out there that uh, that don't realize that. Um, you know, in 2017, especially in Florida, that uh, that law got uh, overturned, and now the doctors again can ask you. 
you know, I, right? And, and we're just gonna we're gonna talk about basic premises. You know, what what are what can you do when um, you know when you're asked? You know, what what are your what's your recourse? You know, what can you do to uh, kind of counter what the doctor is asking you? And, and a lot of times it's on a form too, and you could just you know either uh, leave it blank or lie or do whatever you want to do. But well, it, is it uh, a lie? Know, yeah, no, it's well, easy to lie. Well, well no, no, no. Well, I mean, think about it. If you asked me, do you own a gun? <laughs> no, that would I be don't. not true. I don't. I own lots of guns. That's, That's right. right. There you go. Plenty. Plenty. Or, or do you answer, what are you looking for, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, you have to know your doctor before you got, ask that question. Got a particular caliber in mind? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, I, yeah. I suggest 10 mil. You know, <laughs> uh, John, because we, of the... We look forward to that. We look forward to the event. It's coming up, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a plenty of plenty of plenty of people showing up. We get to meet uh, our listeners. We get to meet you. You'll be there in town. It's not too often you get to you come through here. I know you come through here uh, once a year to do some of that ho- that whole doctor training stuff, but that's beyond us, so we don't get to see you too much then. So this is a this is a good one for us. So we're uh, we're looking forward to it. Um, we uh, we have uh, we have some stuff going on coming in Virginia this Monday. Uh, John, how far how how closely have been following along what's going on uh, with the potential boogaloo? Oh, all right, I said it. Oh, yeah. I finally said it. Okay, I've been following it very closely. Yeah, I mean, this is a, a potential to uh, to be a powder keg, and uh, and the governor is playing with matches. That's the problem, and uh, you know, and, and I wouldn't put it past uh, you know Soros and and the like to have some agent provocateurs there to stir up trouble to make us look bad. You know, this this whole thing's a setup. If you if you look very closely, you know he's he's uh, saying you know we've already ar- arrested uh, you know uh, white uh, separatists or whatever you want to call them you know the you know the uh, you know basically the Nazis you know? yeah right right so he wants to paint the, everybody as a Nazi yeah even though it's what ninety eight percent of his counties are giving him the finger yeah 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 this is so. this is this is I don't think he has any idea how close this is to to a kicking off a a second amendment battle i mean i'm not talking about uh, you know from one side of the aisle to the other either this has got no. that like you said i think you said it right powder kick potential right there to uh to uh right you know, to force fact, the hand the fact that he's disarming everybody inside the uh inside the fence you know fortunately i think we're going to have such numbers and people who will be armed frankly they should just you know put a perimeter right around the fence of armed 2a people to protect the guys on the inside and to make sure that the uh, provocateurs, uh, you know, don't start, you know, basically they're going to be so outnumbered, they're going to be not um, inclined to cause trouble because they're going to get squashed pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. I believe this is going to be, uh, I think you're right. This is, you know, you go, take your weapons with you, stand outside the perimeter fence and make yourself as known there, you know, uh, you know, in, in that peaceful First Amendment style, you know, freedom of speech manner. You know, let's let's. Oh, absolutely, yeah, and we have to we have to use our our uh, First Amendment here because we don't want to have to use the Second Amendment in earnest, and because we all know what the Second Amendment is there for. It has nothing to do with hunting. It has nothing to do with even fighting crime. It has everything to do with balance of power in the hands of the people to keep a tyrannical government in check. You know, and it's interesting that the Virginia flag. Uh, the uh, the motto underneath the uh, the woman who's got her foot on the on the 
throat of a tyrant is six semper tyrannus. It's, you know, is it, so isn't it unique? Isn't it? Isn't it uh, ironic? It's 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 and, it's right and there. These guys don't get it. They, they they look at the flag every day, and they probably don't actually look at what's going on on their flag. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm just you know the problem is you know it's Bloomberg money. It's probably Soros money. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on here that's kind of put us in this position. And also, frankly, we have ourselves to blame, too, because uh, there was only like a 40 percent turnout in the last election. And um, that's probably not going to happen the next time around. But in, in the meantime, they can do a lot of damage uh, as far as, uh, you know, with the rights. You know, I mean, things like uh, concealed carry reciprocity. Yes. For instance. Yeah. You know, they're they're, they're trying to, to basically get rid of all reciprocity with with Virginia and other states. So if you have a license, you can't carry in Virginia anymore after they pass this law and it gets signed. So there's a there's a lot of things going on. And if you remember uh, a few years ago, they were trying to pull this. And um, I think they, they tried the, the, the Senate, I think, uh, tried to pull the uh, the state police guard <laughs> yeah, from yeah. the governor. This is this was and he finally said, okay, we'll give everybody reciprocity. But, you know, it's these kind of shenanigans that the left wants to pull, and it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Yeah, and, and folks, I, I would tell you, listen, it's, it's, it's coming up, and um, we're coming up on the end of our time with John, so also I'll wrap it up. You know, you go exercise your first responsibly, go exercise your second responsibly, and that's, that's, that's what you should do. But this governor needs to be aware of, of what he's facing. Um, uh, Dr. John, how can people uh, follow what you're doing there with uh, DRGO? Yeah, we're at drgo.us. Uh, you can f- actually find a lot of information about the what what to do when your doctor asks your, you know, if you own guns uh, on our website. And then also we have 2adoc.com, which is a free matching service uh, for patients who want 2A friendly doctors. Perfect. Uh, Dr. John, I'll see you. Uh, we'll see you in three weeks. Until then, uh, please stay safe, sir. We'll talk to you soon. All right. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll be back after the break. Caltech PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? 
Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off its next level training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys and the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal of Cell Phone Pistol Studios. I want to thank our guest the last segment. That was uh, Dr. John Adine from uh, DRGO. That's Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. I remember it as Dr. Go. That's yeah, exactly right, Dr. Go. Dr. Go us, right? Because <laughs> it, it's DRGO.us, isn't it? Dr. DRGO.us. I think that's what it is. Uh, so It's very Ebonic. So I'm, I, I need to see a physician. Dr. Goas. Dr. Go, Dr. Go. <laughs> it's like oh, it's like a Yoda talk or something. <laughs> Dr. Goas. Yes, yes. Uh, so uh, Dr. John will be there at the event in uh, Denellen, Florida. Check that out. Uh, go look at, uh, I believe it's the Florida Carry Facebook page. Just check them out on the old uh, the Book of Faces, and you'll be able to see it. All the information you want. We'll put it, put it up on ours again also, so you can see it there. It's going to be a great event. Great event. It's uh, I think it starts at 10.30 in the morning, uh, you know, 10, 12 speakers, something like that, coming from all around the country. So it's going to be a going to be a great event. Kind of like Virginia this weekend, or well, Monday coming up. It's gonna, something great's going to happen. I'm not sure what it's going to be, uh, but uh, listen, I, we want to get back to talking about this. We want to hopefully we'll close it out this hour with you. There's so much going on. There's so much at stake with what's going on in Virginia. Uh, the president got involved, uh, you know, yesterday, day before. He tweeted something out. I'll have to pull those tweets up. We'll take a look at that. But he uh, he talked about. Um, he talked about the issue as well, so we'll, we'll definitely uh, we'll, we'll pull his. In fact, let me see here. We'll pull that up. You have that one up, Earl? You got the no, the, I don't have that one. Tweets? I, we'll pull I may up. have it. Hang on. We'll pull that one up. So we have uh, the president getting involved. Yeah, the governor there, and and listen, folks, let me make sure we're all on the same page. I'm sure we're on, but you know, this way we got the same talking points when we're talking to our our friends or relatives at the dinner table or whatever it is this weekend. Uh, just to tell them this, the governor there has decided that crimes with guns are so out of control that he's going to ban lawful ownership of guns to protect yourself from crimes with guns. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You have uh, you have criminals taking because by nature if you use a firearm illegally to cause violence, it's a firearm crime, it's firearm criminal activity. And we know uh, from from all the statistics, go to the FBI, go to wherever you want to, go to the Virginia State Police, wherever you want to. Those crimes are not occurring from the guy who walks in the store, the gal who walks in the store, 
does a background check form, purchases a firearm, either takes it home immediately or waits there three days, five days, whatever your state has to be, and then you go out and commit a crime with the firearm. That's not what happens. It's people that have illegally obtained firearms. They've stolen firearms. They've broken into cars. They've broken into houses. They've, they've hurt somebody else that legally had a firearm and took it from them. And then they use those firearms to commit further crimes. They commit a crime by stealing or taking the firearm or gaining the firearm illegally, and then commit further crimes with that firearm. Mm-hmm. So how do we ba- how do we battle that? Let's take the firearms away from the pe- good people that want to protect themselves. Yeah, yeah. the ones that followed all the steps and did everything legally. I, that's something that I've seen. You know, I see it all over the place online and everything. And, and it is yes, it is a bit cliche, but it hits the nail on the head. All these proposals anti-gun legislation, gun control, everything. I have yet to see anything that's going to take firearms from criminals. Oh, it's just to buy the law. Yeah. Oh, just to buy the law. Yeah, sure. What colors that, that, uh, sky in that world? Purple. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, can we find that tweet? We find that we still look for that tweet. I did. What he basically said was your second amendment rights are under very serious attack in the great Commonwealth of Virginia, uh, referring to the amendment to the Bill of Rights that gives Americans the right to keep and bear arms. That's what happens when you vote for a Democrat. They will take away your guns. And it's exactly That's what we're seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we, we, we've actually, we've, we've seen that. Um, we, we have seen it occur uh, over and over again, and it's going to happen here. This, this is going to be, and, and watch it closely, folks. Watch watch with everything's going on. Uh, Dr. John said it. They're going to put... Uh, they're, they're going to put crisis actors in place. They're, they've got people there infiltrating. They've got people wearing MAGA hats, um, you know, every, everything else. that you know, they've, they've, These people are going to try and make it look like this is the, the gun owner's fault. And even when you get to the end, even if they're successful in making it look like Joe Citizen, everyday citizen, was the one who started this, decided, you know what, I don't like what's going on here. I'm going to, again, the governor's words, uh, there's, there's, there's racist hate going on. I'm going so. If the, if the news says, I'm going to take this firearm and kill black people, or if they say, I'm going to take this and shoot Antifa people, uh, guess what they are? They're criminals. Those are not the law-abiding gun owners. Exactly. <laughs> they're, they're planting seeds already. Just so if and when anything does happen, that's the, the line of thinking that's already going to be out there. The, uh, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. Now, there is somebody that uh, there's there's some place there's some entity out there that does stand to benefit from all of this, and that's the state of West Virginia. <laughs> that's a very West clever by plan God, on Virginia. That's a very good plan on their behalf. Uh, uh, you guys don't like it there? <laughs> we'll annex you. The state of West Virginia was founded 186 years ago, based on uh, the people of Virginia deciding that. They wanted to be more rural and not uh, and, and not more. West Virginia. Yes, the people of West Virginia decided they wanted to be more rural and and less Richmond. Basically, you know, they didn't want to be all uh, you know uh, city folk. They wanted mm-hmm. to be country folk. So this is how West Virginia became to be a state 186 years ago. In fact, part of their constitution says that it's okay to join the state of West Virginia if you decide you don't want to be where you are anymore. Now, this is not individuals. You can't just go. I want to be West Virginia. You have to you have to be a, a government entity. Well, they have reached out, and uh, the the state of West Virginia has uh, signed into into resolution there that if any sanctuary committee or counties cities in the state of Virginia would like to leave the state of the Commonwealth of Virginia, 
Well, then they're welcome to be part of the state of West Virginia. And Come I'm telling you, over. that is going to be the, it's going to look like a salamander with a birth defect, <laughs> the way that thing's going to serpentine around and <laughs> talk about gerrymandering. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's going to drive some poor geography guy crazy trying to figure out how to redraw the map of West Virginia. What is that? It's a it's an octopus mander. It's uh, it's crazy. The uh, and again, the way this the state of West Virginia Constitution is written, it's still open and available for those in Virginia. One hundred eighty six years later, to, to say, well, you know what? That's just like trial by combat. Yeah, yeah. Well, the uh, so now here's <laughs> still out there. Here's how this works from from looking into this. If the uh, if the counties and remember this is this is much of western uh, and and northwestern Virginia that has decided they want to be a section, second amendment sanctuary. Well, that would just make them the southern portion of West Virginia. You know, I mean, these used to be one state, folks. It'd be now, the southern portion of West Virginia. It would do that. Except it would no longer be Western Virginia. It would be southern South, Virginia. southern West Virginia. You know, or, or West Southwest or, Virginia. Yeah, right. <laughs> so. Yeah, we're we're driving to geography nuts right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where are you? What? You you lost me three terms ago. <laughs> so, here's how this would I work. Left at Albuquerque. Yeah, uh, left turn at Albuquerque. All of these counties, all of these uh, independent cities, uh, if they said, you know what, we do want to become part of West Virginia. West Virginia says, okay, listen, you have to take the vote amongst your people. Mm-hmm. We want to see the, the the vote of your people to say that. The, so the county commission just can't come and say we want to join. They have to hold a vote in that county. Once they hold the vote in that county, then the city of the state of West Virginia holds a vote that says, "Are we taking that county?" And if both are popular, both the popular vote, you know, it's a fifty-one percent you got there. That's it. And right now, I'm telling you, West Virginia is one of the reddest states out there, gun-loving, God-fearing states. Mm-hmm. And we know what's going on in Virginia right now. I, I will not be surprised if, if you realizes how many electoral college votes it could lose in yeah. such an event. They could. This could turn West Virginia into a player, and ter- it could literally turn Virginia into West it, Virginia. <laughs> it could. It could turn Virginia into a city. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we would no longer have West Virginia. We'd have that would be Virginia, and then this would be, be Richmond, East Virginia. Yeah, R- Richmond. Richmond. Yeah, <laughs> this is Richmond. It's a new state. It's like the state of Jefferson. Yeah, it's exactly. State of Richmond. So this this is interesting. I'm going to be following that as well. So we'll see. We'll see how Man, this works out. And that would make me so happy because that would justify all the secession yeah. issues that I'm familiar with in the past. The only thing I worry about now is if this happens, would all the West Virginians be like? Look at you, new West Virginians. You know, we old West Virginians. You're all new West Virginians. Be like a status class warfare. I've been a Virginian, my West Virginian. No, no, no. My My phone number is 407. You 321. You new West Virginia. Uh I remember when 305 was in Uh, state. Everybody's. Everybody's. Folks, that's the first hour. Stick around. we got more coming back for you after after the break. Until then, exercise your second member rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity, 
turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey folks, we caught us talking to each other about segments. Yeah, yeah. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. We'll be guiding you through the uh, remainder of the program here, but like I said earlier, don't do it by myself. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corporate, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Yeah, that six minutes just keeps getting shorter and shorter. Flies right by. Yeah. Zoom, zoom, just like that. Just like that. Uh, on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Oh, Kevin, being an attorney here, I got something for you. I need to see about getting this taken care of. <laughs> Get a parking ticket. Get a parking ticket. Get <laughs> a parking ticket. You Probably, know, I know yeah. how to take care of that. Yeah, yeah. I just throw it away. Mike, it. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, pay it. Send the money in. Oh, parking tickets. Yeah, the city of Orlando. If you got, to, if you're in the city of Orlando, yeah, you know, don't just <laughs> don't park. You know, go go somewhere else. <laughs> That's it's just yeah, not the city. I'm not talking about in the county where things are nice and pleasant and the, <laughs> the, the attractions are and uh, just the, this 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 city will find a way to. Mm, it's all about the money. Yeah, baby. milk every cent out of you. So yeah, it's like you know, like hey, we're gonna put in uh, red light traffic cameras and intersections, all for safety. Yeah, we're going to shorten the yellow lights too. Yeah, and yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah to right. how how quickly? Blink. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Yeah, worried about safety. Worried about getting paid. You know, there's paid. guidelines on how long a light's supposed to be yellow based on the speed of the traffic. Mm-hmm. What is set? Yeah, they decided to alter that. Oh yeah, it's like Virginia and changing the recall number from ten percent. 
of the population on a petition to 25% of the population on a petition. But you do that vote in the middle of the night uh-huh. and then you keep it a secret. Listen, and when the petition gets submitted, you go, oh, I'm sorry, this doesn't qualify. Kevin's talking about, what's that word? Tyranny. Tyranny. Yeah, exactly. When they, Actually, I think it's referred to as a bill of a tainer. But, you know, <laughs> which is a form of tyranny. But, yeah. but it's sort of a tyranny. Yeah. Yes. He's into those fancy words. It's a, the, uh, the, uh, I guess we could, we'll just wrap Virginia up. We've got a couple minutes left. Then we're gonna, we got, I got a story that I saw earlier in the week. And I think I saw it one in the morning and I, and I sent it to everybody involved with the show. Look at this. Uh-huh. Didn't care what time it was. And, and Kevin came back and said, I've already done an interview on that. <laughs> been there, done yeah, that. Been that. And I'm like, Oh, I, I, I've been talking about that since, uh, I don't know, like 2012. And actually I participated in such a challenge in about 2007. I remember that that was in a courtroom in Bay County, Bay County. Yeah. Florida. With a uh, with a retired jag lawyer, yeah, yeah. and a well, senior judge, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. We will, we will, we will go over that one in the next. Yeah, you're gonna, you're not gonna want to mix the next segment. Listen, this one's not gonna be so bad either. But uh, you know, we, you don't want to miss the next one. Um, we we went with Virginia. Why is all this, you know, so important to us in Virginia? And, and I never would have thought. Listen, uh, Earl Kevin, if any place out there you had you had picked where the potential powder keg would be for Second Amendment rights, would you have picked Virginia? No, probably no. not. No, no. I, don't, I don't think it, I don't think it would have. Never saw it coming out of Virginia. Um, I, you know, I did not think it would be California or New Jersey because they're just they're they're gone, they're gone. You know, they're, they're so far behind that if the you know the 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 people that are pro gun there showed up, nobody would notice. You know, it's 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 so far behind. Uh, we've got uh, you know friends in both locations, and you know we just every day you think about them and you go that poor guy. That yeah, poor guy. That, that's the thing that always gets me is is anti-gun as the state of California is, yeah. there are so many gun manufacturers yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, move. Yeah. It'd be cheaper to move too. Yeah. yeah. With all the taxes they have out there. Uh, you know, so I never would have thought, never would have thought this was it. Um, the governor has talked about uh, over there where, you know, he's creating these gun-free zones where they call them sheltered safe spaces, uh, you know, to, to keep the firearms out uh, and that they're calling it, what terrorism was the word I think we used? Domestic terrorism? Yeah, that's what he's afraid of, that white supremacists and, and hate groups are going to use this as an opportunity to attempt to move forward their agendas by creating violence. Well, sure, sure. And and you know what? And probably so are Soros's people and Bloomberg's people and Antifa and the likes of them. You know, that's an opportunity for them as well. Um, you know, if, if you're a hate-based group uh, for whatever reason, uh, you know, and, and you're using this, well, that's... That's not uh, that's not uh, how you fight your government. You know that's not that's that's just people going to start nonsense. Um, that's not a domestic terror, uh, or that is a domestic terror organization. People that are showing up to say you're violating my Second Amendment rights and now you're violating my First Amendment rights. Those are not domestic terrorists. Those are, you know, those are citizens. Those are freedom fighters. Those, in fact, hold on, where is it here? We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it. Um, Governor Northam, you listening? Virginia State House Legislature, are you listening? This is 
This is why you should be worried about, you know, 10,000, 100,000 people on your doorstep because you're talking about taking the unalienable rights away from them that was endowed on them by their creator and just granted to them on men with, with, with paper. That was he given doesn't to them. believe in God, so he could. you can't be endowed. Your creator can't have endowed you with inalienable rights because there's no such thing it, as far as the government. It must be. Uh, again, He's it says, your God. It is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute a new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. This is it. This is this is what they're talking about. They moved to recall him and yeah. he changed the, the he changed, he changed what the was rules. necessary. Yeah. Because he's not going to give up the government. He is a fascist now. Yeah. He's a fascist. This is what they're facing there. You know, they, they want to call those with those citizens with firearms Nazis. Uh, yet refuse to look at history because it's the Nazis that took firearms away from the citizens. Right. And then well, what's what's the little quote? It's a you know why they took Guns away from uh, people in Germany, in, in Nazi Germany. Armed citizens wouldn't willingly load themselves into cattle cars. Exactly right. Exactly right. This is what's going on. We, we're seeing the reverse there. What we're seeing here now is, you know, um, freedom spreading its wings. 30% of the population yeah. watching another 30% of the population kill 30% of the population. Yeah. And Pretty much. The other 10% were just... We, I didn't have my they, phone on. They moved to Switzerland. <laughs> didn't have my phone with me. I didn't know. I didn't know. I, didn't know. I didn't know. I was yeah. in the bathroom. What happened? I went to Jacksonville yeah. and missed the yeah. World War III. I yeah, guess. yeah, just happened. They didn't have it there. Didn't have it. It's like Cinco de Mayo in Canada. They just don't do it. They do. They just call it something different. In French. Yeah, in French. Yeah. Mayo de... Nope. Messed it up. <laughs> hey, stick around. We got uh, more program for you uh, after, the, after the break. We'll see you in a, see you in a few. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. 
Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Talk to uh, Mr. Kirk, uh, Captain Kirk out there from uh, Ideal Conceal. They're out there now. Out there now in uh, SHOT Show in Vegas uh, prepping as we speak, getting things ready for the event. Um, so Watching the young guys put their booth up. <laughs> there you go. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly right. Paying yep. to watch the union guys yep. put their booth up. Hey, uh, Kevin, we have a the story I talked about earlier week. Uh, Earl, we talked about this earlier or earlier in the program. Uh, this is the one that I saw on the, uh, on the you know pop up in my news feed and immediately sent to you guys at you know one in the morning or whatever the heck it was and thinking then then realizing I sent it to you one in the morning and thought. I'll never hear anything back on this. They're going to be mad. And then Kevin responded right back, like, already been interviewed for this one. <laughs> Here's the story. Let me give this to you. Kansas man asks judge to let him engage in sword fight with his ex-wife. That's Or, part, or the lawyer. Or, or the lawyer. Yeah, with the ex-wife or the lawyer. And uh, I thought, uh, wow, this is... Because, Kevin, you have a similar story. We'll get to that, I'm sure, uh, where, you know, there was a, you know, a, a battle my, of honor in my, a courtroom. My... Yeah? my Character was impugned. There you go. There you go. 
Uh, in fact, Kevin, why don't you go ahead with that one first, and then we'll hit this story. All right. I'm in Bay County in a hearing. Bay, and, Bay County, Florida. If you've never heard of it before, it's because you're not one of the eight people that live there. Let's it, just say it that. It is you Panama know? City, basically. Yeah, yeah. And it's treated more like lower Alabama than it is it's uh, upper Florida. It's L.A. I went up there with uh, a female attorney who was uh, representing one of the other plaintiffs, which is who I was representing yes. at the time. And we went up there on a motion calendar. Uh, and uh, the retired JAG lawyer that uh, brought the motion opened up with calling me a South Florida attorney. Now, more South than him, but I wouldn't call you a South Florida attorney. Well, I <laughs> waited and we're in front of a senior judge. I yep. waited till he was finished, you know, casting aspersions on my credibility. And, <laughs> and I, I stood up and, uh, in my, my very pleasant cream colored seersucker suit, <laughs> uh, which was almost exactly what the judge was wearing. And I said, Yana, I am not entirely certain where this carpet bag is from, but I believe you are aware you can hit my grandmother's house with a rock from Rufus Goldhouse. And I'm afraid I'm going to have to demand satisfaction. <laughs> and the judge got a big grin on his face and said, he looked over at the deputy and the deputy's looking over to his little podium and he goes, are they there? No, sir, but I'll find them. And the JAG guy goes, what are you looking for? Well, we got a set of dueling pistols in here somewhere. I just, we ain't used them in a long time. <laughs> and I went, Yon, it won't be a problem. I have my rapiers in my vehicle. Uh, I would, as, as the impugned party, I believe I am entitled to choice of weapons. And the judge said, well, all right then. And the Jaguar's like, what are y'all talking about? And he goes, well, you've insulted Mr. Max by calling him a South Florida lawyer. And he's demanded satisfaction. We're going to go ahead and finish the hearing. And then the two of you can work that out after we're done. Mm-hmm. Co-counsel with me said she has never seen a man so knocked off his game <laughs> as that Jag lawyer. He couldn't put a sentence together after that because he was like, what? What did I just get myself into? Yeah, yeah that was... Uh, so, yeah, trial by combat is legal in the United States uh, because when not, I'll let you do the, the lead in story. There we go. But, uh, the uh, when trial by combat dueling, if you will, was banned by the House of Lords and the House of Commons in Great Britain, it was basically in the midst of the Revolutionary War. Right. And the United States had stopped incorporating any of Britain's jurisprudence into its system. Right. So that never got incorporated. Yes. So you still have mutual combat in the United States. That's why you see MMA fights on television. Everybody yep. signs a piece of paper. Somebody dies, you can't do anything to them about it. it that's just the way it happens. Um, and so mutual combat or trial by combat is legal. In 2015, a Staten Island lawyer named Luffman uh, was sued by another law firm because he won the lawsuit. And they went after him for the money. And he was insulted. And he demanded trial by combat and set a date and time. And the other side didn't show up. So he moved for a summary judgment. And the judge granted it. <laughs> and in the Supreme Court of New York, Staten Island's division, the judge ruled that although trial by combat is legal and the case law supports it, he was not going to order trial by combat because he'd already granted summary judgment and had ordered the law firm to pay the damages because they did not appear at the designated time, so they forfeited. There you go. Now, in this case, in, in, in the Iowa court, right. the judge 
got a reply brief from the lawyer for the wife. Let me get this. This Kansas man requested this Iowa judge grant trial by combat so he can engage in a sword fight with the ex-wife and the ex-wife's attorney. One uh, or the other. Yes, yeah. David uh, Ostrom, 40, of Paola, Kansas, said his ex-wife, Bridget, of uh, Iowa, and her attorney, Mark Matthew Hudson, have destroyed him legally, according to the document. He asked that the Iowa District Court give him 12 weeks to find Katana and Wakazashi swords for, is that right, Kevin? Wakazashi? Yes. Wakazashi swords for his requested battle. Uh, so... To this day, trial by combat has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these United States, uh, he argued in the court records. He said that it was used as recently as 1818 in the British court. A couple have been engaged in court disputes over custody and visitation rights, as well as property tax payments. Uh, Mr. Olstrom said his motion also stemmed from the frustration with Hudson, who argued that because a duel could end in death, such ramifications likely outweigh those of property tax and custody issues. Right. It, it exceeds the amount in controversy because I could die. It should be noted that just because the U.S. and Iowa constitutions do not specifically prohibit battling another person with a deadly katana sword, it does not prohibit a court sitting in equity from ordering same. That's right. Uh, so the judge said, your motions have not been filed properly, neither of your reply briefs, and so I am not going to hear either one of these motions and basically said, you know, get out of my building. I'm not talking to either one of you knuckleheads until y'all <laughs> figure something out. Cause I'm not doing, I'm not, I am not going to play this game with you. I'm not going to be the guy. I'm not, I'm not going to be the guy, right. but he didn't say, <laughs> You're right. You should win, but I'm not going to be in the paper because I let you. That's right. So it's, it, it was not technically, it was not denied because of his, uh, you know, it, it's potential no, no, no. gruesome he just, nature. He just tabled it. Yeah. He said, he he said you didn't file it right. Just you didn't, you, you, you didn't. Technical violation of the way in which you wrote your brief. It's like it's the wrong font or you didn't double space right, or, right. you know, something along those lines. Uh, this is, I, I found this a lot. He did say the, the judge, uh, excuse me, uh, this is Mr. Hudson. He said he asked the court to suspend, that's the attorney for the ex-wife, asked the husband, the ex-husband to suspend visitation, his visitation rights and undergo a court-ordered psychological evaluation. Uh, the judge said in that court filing he won't issue any decision. Uh, and, but it also says he did not order the psychological evaluation as well. Well, some said, of the words out. that yeah. he used in there yeah. are, this is just about as stupid as what they've been doing to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. It's like, yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, you, you know, you gotta be careful. You can, uh, you, people are going to start picking their associates about how big they are, or, <laughs> you know, what they're, you know, did they, did they play football in yeah. college or, you know, is that why they, you keep, keep, uh, having me hang around donk? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not licensed. (laughs) You may be an affiliate with my office, but I don't think I can use you. I think you actually have to be a bar member under this theory because that's what freelancers were called. They were called freelancers because they were champions that would, uh, would hire themselves out to fight. Two farmers got in an argument over who owns a pig. They'd each go hire a knight and the two knights would fight it out. And the winner gets half a pig. No, you get the whole pig. <laughs> not a King Solomon kind of thing. <laughs> not, that kind of, not that kind of pig. Not that, not that kind of pig. Smart pig. Eat him one, one leg at a time. Yeah. Well, he pulled my family out of a fire. You don't need a pig like that all at once. <laughs> no. no, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kevin's got uh, new attorneys there. They're, they're, they read kind of slow, but boy, take your head <laughs> off at one swing of an X. <laughs> just, just like that. <laughs> well, you know, she's, she's, but she's really good with a, with a blade. Well, yeah. She's really good with a blade. And <laughs> yeah, don't argue with her. She's got a machete in that purse. Yeah. 
Yeah, so this is uh, folks. This is this real. This is uh, it's on the internet. You know it's true. But uh, this is actually. Uh, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> found this story on the old. Uh, Just saying, Fox, Fox you know News. This it's came not, up. It's not. I. I. CNN called because they found some comments I'd made about that previous case in yep. fifteen sixteen, and yep. they're like, "Is this real?" Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. it's real. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet, no, except no, for that no. one time. But uh, yeah, if your honor is impugned. You can demand satisfaction. Demand those satisfaction. And that's what's going on there. So, so check that out. Um, we'll, we'll be following closely. <laughs> you know, this, you know, I got as, this one programmed as, in for alerts. As the challenge know? party, you get to pick the spot right. and the time. So you can say, all right, I picked the moon in 3035. Perfect. Wonderful. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We get back. Major Bill will be with us. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO. Until everyone comes home. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. 
Army Captain Paul W. Pena died January 19, 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Pena, 27, of San Marcos, Texas, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 508th Infantry Regiment, 4th Brigade Combat Team, 82nd Airborne Division, Fort Brigade, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. He was killed in Afghanistan in Argonab River Valley of wounds sustained when enemy forces attacked his unit with an improvised explosive device. Pena attended the U.S. Military Academy at West Point, graduating in 2004. He visited the school after serving in Iraq and did not seem apprehensive about returning to combat. He was just a leader, and I don't think he was the kind to go in afraid, school spokesman said. He was a brave soldier. A teacher at San Marcos Academy recalled Pena as a diligent, well-behaved boy. Pena's survivors include his mother, Cecilia. Army Captain Paul W. Pena, you are not forgotten. Folks, if you got any kind of legal issue, family law, uh, criminal matters, uh, a personal injury, a workers' compensation injury, if you're trying to figure out what you should or shouldn't do, give us a call. I'll be more than happy to sit down with you, have a telephone conversation with you, and talk about what the various options are. I do it for people all the time. 407-480-2179. He does, folks, all the time. Uh, you know, I'm sending him numbers. Everybody sends him numbers. All you folks send him numbers. You know, so listen, uh, it's great. It's it's good stuff. He's you're gonna, you're gonna get maximum effort. All right, you know that. You got an attorney that's willing to duel on your behalf because his honor was impugned. Do we have to say any more? <laughs> all right, come on. Uh, hey, on the line with us, we have the chief law enforcement officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. You know, that, that intro music gets me every time. It's so seamless. Classic, classic stuff right there. Uh, it was, in fact, that was Bowie's last work before he, uh, he, you know, before Keith Richards took his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, it was. There can be only one. Lots of mission work. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so how are things today, sir? How are things in the world of uh, law enforcement for you? Uh, things, things are going well today. No, no, uh, no, no. Uh, Pardon the pun. No major issues out there uh, right now. Art, so, art, uh, art. yeah, you know, nice, uh, nice uh, three-day government weekend. So, I'm, I'm trying to enjoy it. Ah, that's right. It is the government weekend. I forget all about that oh, because yeah. I've spent the last ten uh, Martin Luther King days at Shot Show preparing for the event. They, it's always scheduled starting on uh, Martin Luther King Day. So, uh, I, I forgot all about that. Um, Absolutely. Uh, well, listen. Uh, evidently. Uh, uh, when I, I discussed my story last week uh, about Daytona, I made mention that you know usually we get our Florida man stories from over on the west coast of Florida, particularly Bradenton. Yes. Uh, well, you know Bradenton never disappoints. <laughs> uh, it, it's, uh, somebody over there must have heard it and said, "Hold my beer." Yeah, hold, hold, uh, hold my beer. Because not only do we have a, it, 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 it's a Florida story. But we're going to take it up a notch, and we're going to go, not only, it's not a Florida man story, it's not a Florida woman story, it's a Florida grandma story. Oh, boy, oh, boy, I know the story. Oh, boy, I know the, go right ahead, sir, go right ahead. <laughs> so a 70-year-old Florida woman was tased, not once, not twice, but what's the charm, the third time. Three times. On her birthday. Oh. By police for 
uh, obstructing law enforcement officers who are attempting to serve an arrest warrant. Listen, I, uh, I, I want to cut you off right there and just say that's how I want my 70th birthday party to go. <laughs> <laughs> Ride the lightning <laughs> three times. Three times by the police. There's some warrants out there. You know, that's what I'm looking for. That's, you get to 70 and that happens, it's been a good life. It's, yeah. yeah. I, I don't, don't know who she is or anything <laughs> yeah. about her. Yeah. I want a party. Yeah, <laughs> good on you, Granny. Uh, you good know, on you. When you when you enjoy fifty thousand volts so much, <laughs> yeah, uh, that you get it three times in a row, just like Barbara Pinky uh, did of Bradenton, <laughs> Florida. Uh, she was at home on her birthday the day after Christmas, so you yep. know. Oh, that's let's, funny. Let's just uh, let's just ramp it up some. She's like, uh, hit it again. I think I felt that one. <laughs> <laughs> Deputies there from the, uh, the 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 fine sheriff's office over there in Manatee County was uh, there to serve an arrest warrant on her grandson, uh, who was in violation of probation because uh, he was carrying a concealed weapon. Well, they, obey uh, the law with your guns, folks. Stop making everybody else look bad. Yeah, exactly. You know, carry responsibly. Uh, so you know, they knocked on the door. According to her, they were kicking and banging on the door. Um, which, you know, sometimes you got to get people's attention. Yeah. And uh, someone answered the door and was uncooperative. Uh, so then Barbara went to the door and said, well, you can't come in. You don't have a warrant. Um, and they said, well, au contraire. Uh, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, and she said, well, my grandson doesn't live here, so you can't come in. And they produced the probation paperwork that said, well, he listed this as his home address. And right. when you're on probation, right. Uh, you know, you, you have to comply with certain things. Uh, so they would not let her in. So uh, the, the deputies warned her, listen, you can be arrested for obstructing justice. Uh, and she tried to shut the door on them. Right. Uh, she admittedly said that she was yelling. She didn't know what else to do. She was scared. I was just hollering. Right. Uh, was what she was quoted. Uh, and as she, uh, the deputies tried to arrest her, she pulled away and pushed one of the officers or the deputies in the chest, which... That becomes battery and a law enforcement officer, right, and that's right. a no-no uh, in legal legal terms. Legal terms, yeah. Up on that. that's no, that's no right there. No. Yeah, I've, I've seen that in yeah. the in the, in the court documents. It's a no-no. It, it yeah. is. It's, it's yeah. uh, you know it, that's no-no. Yes. So you don't do that. No. Uh, so he no. deployed his taser uh, and claimed that the first time didn't have any impact on her. Uh, so he yeah. reengaged. She's kind of old. With, you know? with with a second activation, which. Right. Barbara ended up on the floor somehow. Right. Uh, well, that's what happens. You get 50,000 volts of... Yeah. You know, it's just a nice big hug there. It's a taser. Uh, it makes you dance on the ground. Yeah. Right, right. right. You know, it's uh, like you said, riding the lightning. Yep, yep. Well, as uh, they, they tried to arrest her, she continued to resist. Uh, and what does training dictate? Well, you're going to continue to resist. I'm going to shock you again. So she yep. took another five-second ride, uh, and another deputy was able to uh, get her into handcuffs. Uh, so she's uh, now uh, uh, never had trouble before with law enforcement, but now she has a felony charge of battering a law enforcement officer uh, and obstruction. Uh, and, is you know, that's just uh, – and at top of it, uh, Turner slipped out the back door. Why they didn't have somebody out back to get him, I don't know, but uh, – as far as uh, right now, they're still looking for him. So, you know, it's, that's uh, I, I'm very happy that you know Bradenton uh, heard my uh, my <laughs> pleas last week. Yeah, uh, and and they came through in fine style. They just they just went all out. <laughs> you know what? Let's get us a 70 year old grandmother 
on her birthday, the day after Christmas. They just, you know, they just you couldn't pile anything else onto it. You know, that's that's what you get. Um, well, that's, that's, it was excellent. Bradenton, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, you Bradenton. It was such wonderful information. I, I really got to thank him, too, because some lawyer somewhere is going to get paid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Major, let me ask you this. Uh, we got about a, about a minute left. Um, uh, you, you, you see any amount of blue flu happening up in Virginia come on Monday? Uh, I don't see blue flu because, you know, I, I wear brown. do that. But <laughs> I, I, I think, that, you know, there's probably going to be a lot of dark sunglasses on. Yeah. Oh, uh, there you go. When you wear really dark sunglasses, it's kind of hard to see things. Yeah, there you go. Ah. I'm here on the job and uh, just observing the inside of these eyelids. You know, like, <laughs> like that's. Uh, no, got, I got you. Got, I got, got you. those sunglasses with the chrome on the inside. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Yeah, yeah. It's like well, a, you know, there's not going to be any any uh, blue flu because you know this is all overtime. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Governor, for the overtime. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's very that's true. Why you put the really dark glasses on. Yeah. Well, they've been up all night. They had to drive from Western Virginia to come all the way into Richmond. Because they called all the all the state popo in from uh, all around the state to to stand there next to this fence and and watch uh, rights be violated. So you know yeah, th- this happens. is the thing that gets me is when you come in the fence you can't be armed, but when you're outside the fence you can be in full battle rattle. Yeah, can you imagine being a state police officer standing there with your sidearm and maybe your two A vest on? Yeah, in front of a guy in full battle rattle. Not That's, a place I want to be. I don't want to stand in front of those guys and go, hey, how you What's doing? Up? Major. Listen, listen, you're going to take care of me, right? Thank you for joining us, and uh, please stay safe, sir. Absolutely. All my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your six, always go at the end of your shift. U.S. Armstrong Radio Company Live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Guys, we'll see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? 
Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studio. Uh, last segment, here it is, just like this. Comes Already? Up, comes up all the time. Uh, don't forget, if you're going to be out at the uh, the shooting, hunting, outdoor trade show this week, uh, come by Radio Row, say hi to whoever's there, uh, you know, from the program. And then on Monday, Monday night, it's that 21st over at the Hofbrau House in Vegas, there's going to be a little, little get-together with the, uh, the, the Arms Room Radio folks, the the Firearms Policy Coalition and uh, 2anews.us. So, uh, so come see who else is going to be there. I think uh, Spikes Tactical is coming to hang out. I think Gun Tech USA is coming to hang out. Uh, it's just going sure to be a bunch of people. The uh, Ideal Conceal. You're going to see a lot of folks there. So come on and uh, come on and hang out with uh, with all of us. Uh, if, I think even Keltex swinging by. I think we're going to see them for nice. a little bit. So should be nice. Uh, there's a. We've seen this uh, this this red flag order story. I know we mentioned it earlier in the program. Uh, this is. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, has gone on in Virginia is they've passed now with the, well, it hasn't passed, but it's introduced in one, one body of the House there, and, uh, you know, they've passed a red flag law. Introduced a red flag law, been voted through one section of their legislative body. It has not gone the remainder of the way yet. So none of those laws there are actually taking effect yet in Virginia. But red flag is one that will probably, you know, slide right through like all the oh, other yeah. ones. Oh, yeah, because on the surface, they sound, you know, that, like they have good intentions. Oh, sure it does. This story we're talking going to talk about clearly shows how that can be abused. Here's a red flag law, and this is in, uh, in Colorado, Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, this was, uh, let's see, back in uh, 2017, there was a, it was a, it was a young man, uh, he was 19 years old, I think he was at the time. So a, a, young, a, a young adult, let's say that. Yes. A young adult uh, was, was killed by a Colorado State University uh, police officer. Two of them, actually. Two, two, thank you. Um, and uh, he was, uh, I guess he'd have said he'd had some uh, mental instability in the past, uh, looking at this, and he'd had a fight with a uh, with another family member, uh, and the uh, he went out, uh, you know, on, this was on July 1st, 2017. Uh, he left home carrying an 11 and a quarter inch bayonet knife, uh, and he was talking about killing his brother who lived on the CSU University. Uh, she attempted to call the, the the mother. Attempted to contact the brother first, uh, and his wife, but was unsuccessful. So she turned to law enforcement. During the call with uh, law enforcement, she explained that her son was mentally ill. Uh, you know, one of the officers to respond, and like Kevin said, there was more than one, but one of them was uh, Officer Philip Morris. Um, I do not know if he likes to smoke. I have no idea. So if you're asking that question to yourself, um, according to the. Uh, Larimer County District Attorney and body camera footage after Officer Morris made contact, the gentleman with the knife, Jeremy Holmes, began brandishing this knife. 
Morris can be heard, Officer Morris can be heard instructing Holmes to drop his knife, even as Holmes to continued to walk towards him. The police officer backed up more than, was it 10 feet? Was it 20 feet? Was it 25 feet? More than 100 feet. This cop retreated back over 100 feet in about two minutes, telling Morris to drop the knife. Morris told telling Holmes to drop the knife. One time? Two times? Three times? 36 times. Wow. 100 feet, the officer continues to back up over 36 feet, over 36 times. 100 feet over 36 times. Yeah, he gave him plenty of opportunity. Uh, So at one point, uh, you know, the officer's got nowhere left to back up. And guess what? Officers, they don't don't flee. They're not going to let you go around with this knife. He's not going to get in his car and decide he's done, he's out, and let you continue on with this knife. You're a... He doesn't know if you're a criminal or a crazy man with a knife. You're, you're threatening to do things with it. So the bad guy is shot. The guy with the knife is shot. Everybody cl- declares this as a, uh, as a justifiable homicide, as, as, as the, the, uh, the legal words. The and officer uh, on, legally took On the street? Yes. It's a good shoot. Good shoot. It's a good shoot. Uh, well, now that uh, now that Colorado has red flag laws, the mother decides she's going to use them. Right. She went in and said, he's a danger, and uh, mother, he, sh- he should have- said the officer's a danger. He Officer should have Morris. his firearms taken away from him for 364 days, and uh, the judge apparently made some statements uh, about whether he thought that was ludicrous or not, because you can't bring that against police officers as far as he was concerned. Right. She moved to recuse the judge. He refused to be recused. And then uh, denied her motion uh, based on the fact that they, 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 and they only limited it to whether she did or didn't have standing. And because he refused to recuse himself, she did not believe she could get a fair hearing in front of him, so she wouldn't answer any questions. Uh, the allegation she apparently presented was that they have a child in common. Uh, and I think the way she's defining it is that she gave birth to it and he killed it. Yeah. And therefore, they do have something in common. Uh, but they won't enforce it, and the sheriff of that county is looking to prosecute her now. Yeah, I, I guess from you know, and it's 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 kind of like convoluted. Like Kevin said, she she went in and she uh, she filed for it. Um, he didn't dismiss it, um, but he didn't enforce it. it. You know, it's like okay, well, let's go to the 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 first hearing, but it wasn't enforced until the first hearing. Is the story I read right? It, it, there, there are the temporary said, followed by the permanent. I guess there, there's two ways you can yeah. do it. You can say that there's sufficient probable cause to believe that there's a risk, and you immediately enforce it, or you say you you don't believe there's enough of a risk to enforce it, and you want to hear from the parties. Right. Okay. In this particular case, the attorney general's office showed up on behalf of the officer. Right. Uh, which is clearly inappropriate. Right. Because. This is a private cause of action yeah. between a citizen and a citizen. Yeah. And the state attorney's office or the or the attorney general's office had no business in being involved. That's going to be an appellate issue. Uh, but they don't want it to be abused. And so the sheriff went, this is how it's going to get abused. It's going to get used against law enforcement officers. Uh, because I don't think Smith was a real big proponent of it in the first place. Right. He doesn't like it and doesn't think it's a good idea. And he appreciates her showing everybody this was stupid. We need to get rid of it. Right. And the we first f- thing the sheriff said was, I'm not enforcing this. Right. I'm not enforcing this. Yeah. And it looks like it uh, it did come to the, the temporary hearing or at least went to another right. another level. And uh, I don't know if these, uh, if uh, 
the police officer, uh, Philip Morris, and the mother of the deceased bad guy, Susan Holmes, ever stood in court side by side, face to face for this. But uh, the, all the reports and all the accounts are the judge threw it out. It's, it's done. Yeah, he denied. That's going to be it unless she files an appeal within 30 days. This is this is the danger of red flag laws. Oh, yeah. This is this is what's going on. I mean, no, listen, they're 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 meant for good. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. Yes. At a minimum, this cop had to be dragged into court, has his name in the news. He's a Colorado State University police officer in Fort Collins, and we're talking about him all around the country now, listening to this radio program. Yeah, the, that's the only thing that really saved him was the fact of having, you know, for lack of a better word, level headed yeah, right. uh, judge involved. Yeah. Yeah, because that judge could have said, you know what? Here's the order. Go take his firearms. Yeah. You know, if it had been one of those judges, you know, like we're uh, like a Ninth Circuit judge. Uh-huh. You know, and, and you know, I I, uh, I know I'm in Northern California, but I believe uh, the wall's illegal, and I would like to stop the funding from Washington, D.C. to Texas as I sit here in Northern California. Yeah. It's not your business, dude. You have no standing whatsoever. You know, stop trying to legislate for the bench. You want to be the president? You want to be a senator? Go run for those offices. Otherwise, sit your butt down and interpret law. That's what the judge does. Mm-hmm. Do but your job do you, and only your yeah, job. Yeah, your job, not mine. I'll do mine. You do yours. Maybe sometimes we meet in the middle. You know, <laughs> we have we have coffee, something like that. But 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 not uh, not normally. Uh, that's it. That's it. You know, this this is red flag laws. This is why you should you should be a, an opponent of them. You should not uh, want to be anywhere near these uh, these items. You know, and listen. If you if you're somebody that uh, feels a threat with somebody with a firearm, call the police right away. Do it. Do it. There's there's other provisions in the law besides violating your Second Amendment rights uh, and dragging your name through the mud like happened to this officer. You know so. what? Here here's the solution path, and and I'm just suggesting yep. if you're going to make a call on a red flag law that the person that owns firearms is a danger to you, yep. you have to give up your driving privileges as well. <laughs> Something. Everybody yeah. loses everything. Yeah. Your house yeah. is gone from both of you. Right. Your guns are gone from both of you. Your cars are gone from both of you. Yeah. Both of you. Or hush puppy and only. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then now nobody has to worry about either two of you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give up mine, but you got to give up yours. Cars, houses, clothing, everything. Thanks for joining us this week. Thank you, Dr. John. Thank you, Major Bill. If you're out at SHOT Show, check us out on the uh, Arms Room radio page where we'll be until next week. Exercise your second member rights responsibly. You aren't ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Deltec's Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com.
If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.